bless you. Friends, thank you for joining me today. I'm going to talk about communication. Communication with God. Amen. Just like Jesus had. Can we have that? I want to thank you for joining me. This is Gail Manizak with City Changers, Illinois. Actually, the Power and Presence Ministry also. Praise the Lord. So, Jesus walked in continually. Continual. Moment by moment, awareness of what God the Father wanted him to say and to do. God wants us, his people, to experience much of that same or that same sensitivity to his voice from heaven. And it is possible. And we're going to look today at how it is possible. Um, as we go to John chapter 5, verses 19, 20, uh, 19 through 20a, Jesus gave them this answer. He said, Verily, or excuse me, very truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his Father doing, because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. For the Father loves the Son and shows him, shows him all that he does. So this verse really grips our attention. Um, there's something here that Jesus experienced and we want it, right? We want to hear what God is saying and we want to only be, only be saying what God is saying, not, uh, not just what our own heart is or our own opinions are, but we want to say what the Father wants to say. Jesus never acted on his own, and that's made clear in the Bible. He did nothing by himself, the Bible says, but only what he saw God the Father doing. So in other words, you know, whatever the Father does, the Son also does. And, and that, that's a level of clear guidance from God that we should, each and every one of us, should desire. And not only that, Jesus also said that the Father showed him all that he was doing. And that's what we want to remember. Not all that he's saying, but all that he's doing. You know, we are heirs of God. We are joint heirs with Christ. Romans 8, uh, verse 17. As Jesus did, we also want to see what God the Father is doing. And we can. So as we look at uh, Matthew 16, verse 16 and 17, Peter answered, he said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. So Peter, he, he uh, did not come to the realization of Jesus' identity all by himself, and neither have you, and neither have I. Amen. It was given to him and to us by the revelation of God the Father, thankfully. We need everything by revelation, even as we read the Word of God, asking the Holy Spirit to bring revelation of that Word, that we understand it um, in the way that God intended us to in the way that God said it so let's go to John 12 49 through 50 um, 
It says, For I did not speak on my own, but this is Jesus speaking. But the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. So whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. To, to Isaiah, just a mere man, you know, like you and me, God said, You know what? I put my words in your mouth. Isaiah 51, 16. And again, as we saw with Peter, we see God's uh, way of to communicate, intent to communicate his heart to his people. And with Jesus, it was absolutely, that was absolutely so, 100% of his time in this earth or on this earth, as with his actions. So with his words, he, he said, he did not speak on his own. Whatever, whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. So that's what he, what he did, and that is what we are to do. Oops, I dropped my notes. I'm sorry about that. Okay, so John 16, 13 when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you. He will guide me into all truth. As we look to him, all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore said I, that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. So we can see here, actually, that the full trinity is involved. And we've already seen that the Father... Uh, God continually communicated to Jesus what he wanted said and what he wanted done. And Jesus tells us that the Holy Spirit in turn will take these things from Jesus where it says, quote, take of mine and show them to us. So the simple point is that the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit all desire and, and are involved in reading the heart of God the Father and the words and the actions that he once said and done. So, amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, then to us. Amen. So from the Father's, what, from what the Father wants to say, says to the Son, says to the Holy Spirit, and says to us. We need to have our, uh, be walking close enough and have our ears open towards heaven. In 1 Corinthians 2, verse 14, it says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So our intellects and emotions are not sufficient to know the things of God. You know, we've got to have, we've got to know it by because they are spiritually discerned. As the Apostle Paul said, the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, I think that was. Hold on, chapter 3, verse 19. And then uh, in Acts 8, 29, the Spirit of God told Philip, he said, go to that chariot and stay near it. And Philip obeyed the Holy Spirit, which led to the immediate salvation of an Ethiopian official riding that was riding in that chariot at that time. So 
Acts 10 verse 19 after Peter's remarkable vision. Well, Peter was, let me see, still thinking about the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you, so get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. So Peter, he avoided it. He obeyed this, avoid this. He obeyed this voice. He recognized that voice and he went and he preached at the house of a, a Gentile named Cornelius. And then as a result of that, Cornelius's family, his friends, listen, over just hearing what God said and obeying it, Cornelius's family, his friends who heard Peter preach were saved. They were baptized in the Holy Spirit and water baptized also. In Acts 13, verse 2, it says, While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. And the leaders of that church in Antioch, they obeyed the Holy Spirit's direction, and that led to this extraordinary, the extraordinary ministries of the Apostle Paul and Barnabas both. So we have to remember the Father shows all things to Jesus, and, and then the Holy Spirit takes all this from Jesus and passes it on to us. There it is, the Trinity in action. And that's how we should see it, too. So um, I'm going to close by looking at some biblical ways for us to be open to receiving these revelations of the Father's words, of His will, of His heart. Amen. We need to know His heart, and, and we need to follow what He's saying, what He's doing, what He's thinking. Amen. What's on His heart. So from this, from his word, the scriptures, uh, Jesus said his words are, quote, are spirit and they are life. John 6, verse 63. And as you read, as you study, as you learn the word of the Lord, you open yourself up for this voice of the Holy Spirit who Jesus said will cause you to recall, will cause you to remember will remind you of and and bring to your remembrance everything I have told you so we can count on amen you know sometimes we think we will we might forget something but you know what we're we have Holy Spirit living within us he who is within us greater is he who is within us than he who is in the world the Holy Spirit is living within us and he can bring and recall to our remembrance anything he wants us to remember anything that we have read in the word of God and you know see John chapter 14 verse 26 to um, clarify that in the Amplified Bible so then prayer it goes without saying you know what that prayer times and communication with God they open our hearts for him to turn to communicate his heart to us so we have to go away with him, just like Jesus went away into the, the desert place uh, or the wilderness and, and met with God all the time. We need to go away and meet with him in our prayer closets. 
Amen. And we need to allow him a time to communicate his heart to us. If we don't do that and we're just busy about our, our day and we never set any time aside for us, how can God communicate to us? We've got to be listening. And then worship. Um, worship, for example, in Acts 13, you know, while we're worshiping the Lord, that the Holy Spirit uh, spoke to them and, and called two of the apostles from among the Antioch church's uh, leaders. He called them out out of Acts chapter 13. Seek to be often in, quote, in the spirit. Revelation chapter 1 verse 10. Remember this too. It was, it was while John was, quote, in the spirit that Jesus inspired him to write the whole book of Revelation. So recall that Jesus said the Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. And then we need to seek to minimize actually the distractions of the flesh, the clutter of our mind, and the influence of our emotions. Determined to open our spirit up to the Lord's presence and the Holy Spirit's promptings. The Holy Spirit prompts us gently with his words, and we recognize his voice. The Bible the Bible says that uh, um, my sheep hear my voice and they know my voice and another they will not follow. So if you're walking with Jesus, you're hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. You may not, if you're a new Christian, you may not recognize it right away, but you're learning, you're growing, you're in that process of learning to hear his voice, which is what we need just like Jesus had to hear what the Father was saying in order to do what he was saying. We need to be quick to listen and slow to speak, it, seems, it says in James. And then to hear from the Lord in the majority of instances, we need to what? Be quiet. Quit talking. Quit praying. And sometimes just give God some quiet time and focus on him. You know what? God can thunder his voice from heaven. Amen. But but that is the exception. More often, God is going to speak uh, in, in the still small voice that Elijah the prophet heard in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 12. So in closing this, let me say, ask God for the revelation of the words that he once said or the actions he wants done. And the Bible tells us if you want to know what uh, God wants you to do, ask him and he will gladly tell you. James 1 verse 5. So prayer, a prayer like this in your own words. And let me just give you an example. Um, you know, I've had people that were where we went out to witness to people and talk to them about their soul or talk to them to see you know, if they knew the Lord and uh, talked to them about coming to know the Lord. And people don't even know how to pray. I'm sure probably most of you know how to pray, but let me just give you an example. Pray a prayer like this, but pray it in your own words and from your own heart. Father, show me your heart. Show me your will, your words. Show me what you are saying and doing moment by moment so that I might know 
what you want me to say and do. So say something as simply as that, asking the Lord to have his way, to let you know his will, his desires, his thoughts, his heart, and what he wants you to do. God bless you.